So then, what are your thoughts on why Christians avoid politics? In this episode of Deeper Thoughts, I sat down with my friend Gretchen at the park to have a chit-chat on why she thinks Christians avoid politics. I think for some of us, it comes down to time and what it is that we can control. Time and control. Okay, what do you mean by time? Like how much time do we have to stay up on politics? Um, What one politician wants versus another? What they're for and what they're against? What about control? And then um, at the end of it, I mean, how much control do we have? Like, yeah, we can go down and we can make sure that we vote because I think that's important. But uh, I think there's a lot of us that think that our vote doesn't matter. Mm. And especially after this last election with Mm. a lot of the corruption that's going on. Do you think that the election was stolen? I do. (laughs) I do, without a doubt. Yeah. Okay, so here's my thoughts. I think that time and control, and I'm speaking off the cusp, but I think that time and control, like, they go together. Mm -hmm. Because the amount of time that you put put into researching something, like a policy, not just the politician, because, like, a lot of those politicians, they say that they have similar. The platforms are really similar. So you got to have discernment. But when it comes to policies, I mean, it just depends on how much time you spend looking into that. So as a mom, what would be important to you would be school curriculum. Right. So then you would want to take the time to listen to what a Democrat has to say and then listen to um, what Republicans have to say and then read the policies. And then, you know, voting, I mean, I didn't think I didn't think it mattered for many years either. But now we know that because of the way that our nation is set up and the way we are in the 21st century, voting is just basically the process that we have to choose our leaders. Yeah. You know, and so this is this is the only way that we can make our voice be heard even from so even from a christian or a heavenly perspective when god looks down and he sees whether or not we're participating in this system then i feel like it's something that we are going to be accountable for i didn't have a burden to vote until i like asked for it until i like sought it out i never felt like convicted or guilty that i never voted um even though there are people who could say things like that to you to make you feel that way but it was it was just i didn't have the capacity to care about what happened outside of my small world. Right, and I think when I used to vote before, because I've always voted ever since I was 18, but I was military, so I did my mail-in ballot, but I was always more on um, what they did for the military and veterans, their stance and their policies on that and how it was going to affect me personally and, and the, while I was in the military, in the service. So, well, I think... Um, that kind of approach I think if everybody took that approach and really paid attention that would be enough because right. it's impossible to care about everything Everything, yeah. but if everybody who cared about something and they wanted to make sure that the policies that were in place aligned with the constitution or the bible or just you know right versus wrong mm-hmm. then, then yeah man we're supposed to be in, in control. So the way that our government is set up, 
is we are what's called a constitutional republic. We are we are not a democracy. A democracy, and I found all of this out from studying. So a democracy, it's kind of um, it's like that fifty-one forty-nine rule. But within a constitutional republic, we have that um, like that electoral college, and that's what that's basically what regulates the fact that like California and New York don't control all of the other 48 states. Right. They are only they only are only allowed a certain number of senators of representatives and the electoral college votes are only going to count for so much. Uh basically to be able to elect them to get them in office i think that's a good point that maybe you know kind of just promoting more of that like what what's important to you you know and focusing on that for the election because i think for some of us it can kind of seem overwhelming to get caught up in it like even just listening to the debates and all the propaganda it seems like there's a lot of division and, and people just don't really need that extra stress some division is good though. Sometimes no, I feel like I, I we agree. look at it, yeah, we look at it a wrong way mm-hmm. because we need to be able to debate. And right. this whole thing of being a constitutional republic, um, too, is that basically that means our constitution is the rule of law, and then our representatives that we send to D.C. they are supposed to represent our interests, not their own interests, not their own agendas. Like they are, that's my representative. You vote the way that I would vote if I were there kind of deal. Versus, you know, like I was saying with the democracy, it's kind of a mob rule thing. Those, those represent, the representatives in a democracy, it's kind of chaotic. Um, Cause the rule becomes whatever the, the majority says it is. Okay, so the next thing besides time and control, what was the next thing? The understanding, which I feel like we kind of touched a little bit on that. Like, some, you know, feeling like, oh, you don't have to know everything to get involved with politics. You can just work your part that you understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then just kind of leave out the rest. When, before I voted, I used to say, um, um, I'm not educated in politics, and so I don't have an opinion. I never wanted to give an uneducated opinion right. about anything. So I never really, I didn't bait nobody, I didn't say anything, I didn't whatever. And when I sat down to watch my first debate, I didn't know if I would understand it or not. I just, the first debate that I watched was a Democratic debate. It was not Republicans. I said, I'm going to let the party go first that I think I'll disagree with, because I was already kind of, I had already heard on the wind that they were crazy on the left. But um, I was able to understand it perfectly. They use now some of the people on the stage used words that I don't use in everyday language, but I could tell I knew by the context what the words meant, right. you know. And I had been, you know, and I've been to college, and so critical thinking was that's that's what a lot of your classes are about when you first get into college. So, but what is it that you feel like you don't understand about? I think it literally it is about like the policies and just like how much control when you're doing your when you're electing certain officials like how much control do they really have you keep coming back to this control thing I know are you are you a control freak I think so you should run for office you'd make a great politician (laughs) they are man well it's just interesting how like okay so we'll take Biden and Trump like all the good things that Trump did Right. And then Biden comes in and it did feel like he just signed off on everything. 
and just undid. It was just more of like this power and control thing. Like, I'm just going to go and I'm just going to undo everything. And then now he's like talking about trying to make America great again. And it's like, what? I, it's just frustrating. Well, that's the politics part. So you can part. only take so much of politics, right? Yeah. Like, Because some of it is games. And then where do you get your sources? Like, I think this year, you know, kind of learning how to figure out who I want to listen to and who I don't want to listen to. And being able to decipher that. Because if you're just listening to the regular news or radio stations, you're just getting frustrated. Yeah. So... All of the mainstream is bought and paid for, you know, by corporations. So those opinions are not uh, organic. But who's buying and paying for them? So you have um, these corporations, and, and by corporations, some of them are really people. They're they're private entities. But um, And so basically, um, money is raised through commercials. Money is raised through uh, people who who donate or who may own a stake in the in the company. Um, ratings is how money is also raised. People that tune into these things. Um, and then there's just a lot of propaganda that just affects the everyday decisions that that people make that right. they that they do make with their money. And so, so when you talk about Christians avoiding politics, so I even feel like this last, you know, election that we had, there was so much fighting and bantering, even on social media, that I did stay clear from what my points were and who I wanted to vote for. And that I look back at that and I wish I wouldn't have. But then at the end of the day, what would it, I don't even know if it would have mattered. But there was a lot of promoting Biden. And there was a the lot Christian of... Side. Um, no, on the, like, just non-Christian. But it seemed like there wasn't a lot of Christians promoting. There was only a few that were saying that they were voting for Trump. Yeah. But it felt like social media was just more promoting the Democratic Party. Well... And I wasn't standing up, because I was just like, well, whatever. At the end of the so day. So you'll get another opportunity to stand up in different ways. Yeah. And I think what happened with social media just kind of took us by storm. Nobody was expecting all the censorship I'm and stuff right. to happen. Nobody was expecting. We we went full blown like communists as far right. as the online forum goes. We're we're communists online. But um, I think in a situation like that, it there's no okay. So there's no purpose in like arguing. And like being rude mm-hmm. I think I think that sometimes you can be so right that you're wrong and right. so even even though you know if we if we just for a second slipped over into the prophetic side of things and every and everyone that was prophesying about Trump being a Cyrus mm-hmm. and and these things <clears throat> that God was going to do through him well I think there were probably a good segment of the Christian population that went too far and said, oh, only Jesus is our savior yeah, and yeah, we shouldn't yeah. be looking at this. Kind of, to me, mm-hmm. that's a little too Pharisee and you're being right. a, little, you're a little too holy at that point because who is in power does matter. We just missed the mark. Or I think there was a lot of propaganda even from Christians saying stuff like, well, we're not voting for the man. We're voting for what he stands for. But I don't really like him anyway, but I like what he's doing. So there was a lot of this back and forth and nobody was really united on this front. Or whenever they had the debate and and everybody was talking about, well, um, President Trump didn't debate very well. And he was arguing and this and that. Like there was like all this. So I 
talked to a few people at that time and they decided they just weren't going to vote at all because yeah. they couldn't vote for him after that no. but they didn't want to vote for Biden so there was a lot of this like you know what I mean like division yeah. and it got caught up and we missed the mark and I feel like I was just kind of sitting back and just like watching it like well you were learning yeah you got to give yourself that season yeah. it took me all those years to learn right and there were and in those debates I mean I'll have to be honest with you I don't think Trump did really well they mm-hmm. both annoyed me it yeah was, but I don't think we did our part when we it was embarrassing they embarrassed America yeah. both of them did. right but anyway, we didn't do our part to, what do you think? I don't think we did our part to just be like, we still have to stay united in what we're voting for. And remember that. Yeah. I think, though, I think I said this a moment ago, that there, there's a certain degree of division that's actually... Uh, there's a certain degree of division not division I guess I could say conflict yeah conflict in and of itself is not negative but emotions are and then how we handle our emotions can be negative but conflict I think create creates an opportunity to come to the table and and to talk it through and if there is a set of values that a person has they should vote according to those values our values right. happen to be biblical right right now the biblical values happen to be on the right side of the ticket so this is how you avoid party politics when you're when you're dealing with party politics it's it's the mentality of i'm always going to vote for a republican it doesn't matter what they say what they do they just have our best interests at heart because they talk a good game i don't think christians and conservatives should be like that i think that we should we should you know stay free from party politics but when it comes to your values you have to look at where it all falls and so the republicans right now in this season represent a lot more of the conservative and christian values if those parties were to switch and all of a sudden the democratic party became the pro-life pro-first amendment pro-gun party i mean i would vote for a democrat that wouldn't hurt my soul to switch no um but i think for some people we get so married to a certain party so what do you think about moving forward so the next election is in November of 2024. That's presidential. presidential. Yeah, I know we have some other ones coming up too. I mean, presidential. But how do you think we can make a difference with that coming, moving forward from everything that we've learned this last one? <sighs> well, there's a lot of there's a lot of politics that's really about education. All of the stuff that you see on TV and the mudslinging and the mm-hmm. name calling and the foolishness, that's just when those adults regress to acting like children on set. And, and so, I think that's what a lot of people want to avoid. Yeah. So leave all of that out. And there's a lot, there's a huge, there's a huge market, I think, to educate yourself in politics. So you asked earlier about like sources, like who do I listen to? Who do I not listen to? And, do you have any sources that you'd recommend? Well, the station that I listen to um, sometimes, first of all, I'll tell you this. There isn't anybody that I would say I listen to like religiously. Like I don't just tune in all the time to everything. But if you check out um, an app called Real America's Voice, there's some good stuff on there. And I listen to a, a lot of Steve Bannon's War Room. And um, so he, he's, he's a wild conservative guy. But what I, what I like about him is that he has no problem calling out people on the right. Okay. He doesn't sit and bash Democrats all the time. He'll he'll call them what they are, which is so fools, he's more objective. But he is okay that's to me. Cool. That's to me, cool. he's that's more good. objective. I think he's like Catholic. He's got some sort of re- religious awakening about him at least, and so he's not 
um, a real hardcore F-bomb dropping type person or anything. Right. He's legit. So Real America's voice is pretty good. I like Flashpoint because it has that prophetic perspective yeah. on uh, political matters. And there's, you know, some teaching and things that go on there. Um, and then the rest is just you probably have to look for people who've been canceled and look for people who don't have a mainstream platform because there are a lot of people who have a lot of good things to say, good opinions that are never going to, you know, their podcasts are never going to see the light of day outside of Rumble or something. Right. And what do you think about, like, which ones would you say to stay clear from to add to the confusion and the chaos or maybe the frustration of voting season? educating yourself going back to that so so for me i would say if in general if you're just getting started then just go ahead and avoid like mainstream avoid your cnn's your msnbc's i would even say avoid fox yeah even though they claim to be more conservative just just forget it my alternative to mainstream media is the epoch times or ntd news and so those are my alternatives to mainstream and because they are um, they're conservative, but they are not, like, Republican-centered. You don't get that weird feeling when you watch it like it's a bunch of propaganda. Okay. Sometimes they are so neutral that they tick me off. Like, I want to hear an opinion, but there's a lot of times they just don't report it like that. So I think that those would be good sources. So, so what do you think somebody like me who's just, uh, who, who's like a mom and uh, wife and just stays at home, like, what would my role be? Are you kidding? You need to be at the school board meetings. Oh, okay. Uh, You need to be joining PTAs, and you need to be having rallies, and you need to be getting other moms involved. And while you're at soccer practices and you're doing all these things, you need to be having these conversations and stirring some things up and and asking these moms what they think about what their kids are learning. Are you looking into things? That's that's what I think. Moms are why the state of Virginia, I think, parents, of course, not, not just moms, but dads too, are why the state of Virginia flipped. Because once they found out that their kids were being taught sex education and then there was gender bathroom crap and CRT, kids coming home crying, calling themselves racist and stuff, okay, the parents got pissed off. And so I think that, that if we left this if we left a lot of what needs to happen up to parents, then a lot would probably get done. Uh, so educate yourself, participate in the primary and the general elections that are coming up at the end of this year. And that will give you something to look forward to, I think, in 2024. And you'll know what's best. So what's our next date of preparation for elections that we need to be looking out for? Um, there are, um, I think there's these small elections that are going on even right now in different counties and stuff. I don't, I haven't gotten to the place where I'm fully educated on the time frame of how all of the elections fall. Um, but the general election is the one in November and that's where the, where most people will vote for their state's senators who are going to go to D.C., their senators who are going to stay within the state and just work in the legislative districts. Um, so we I have some work we got to do for this year. So definitely. Get prepared, get educated. And definitely. And then take, take the issue that you care about. Don't try to take everything all at once. God can deal with everything all at once. But if you wanted to take something like the school curriculum... And if you wanted to take something like those policies dealing with the the bathrooms and stuff like that, just advocating for kids. Kids need advocates. I think that's probably one of the most important subjects over everything else. I think that's good to know that you can just focus on that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. That's helpful. Final thoughts. 
No, I think I've learned a lot. I mean, you make me feel a lot better knowing that I don't have to understand everything about politics to get involved. I can have my one little thing that I'm passionate about and just you will trust me you'll start out passionate about one thing Mm -hmm. and then once you gain some understanding you're going to develop a capacity to care about (laughs) other things it'll expand from there